Good morning again. It's good to see you all here. It seems we in our own way survived the apocalypse. The apocalypse that didn't seem to come to pass on the solstice as promised. Or maybe it did. Maybe it did. Apocalypse in American culture is often seen as something external, like something that might fall from the sky and break everything around us. We often worry most about external things, and we often reach out to things external to ourselves for healing, to fill in whatever hole that is in our heart of hearts. But apocalypse does not mean that. Apocalypse literally means an uncovering, a revelation of something that is already there, something that we have not yet seen or perceived. And if you reflect on the events of the last week, you do see an apocalypse has happened as it often happens this time of year close to Christmas, an uncovering of the deep things that are going on around us. Here are just a few. We saw this week the moral bankruptcy of what you might call the weapon industrial complex in our society. We saw the moral bankruptcy of a media culture that does not give people space and time to grieve. We saw the moral bankruptcy of our political culture that rushes to swift and easy answers in an opportunistic way, rather than looking for those deep truths that will heal us and redeem us from our violence. That, my brothers and sisters in Christ, is apocalypse. Listen and watch closely to its unfolding. We are gifted this day with a gospel reading that may well be one of the most intimate readings in all of Scripture. Because for Elizabeth and Mary, this is an apocalyptic moment a time of uncovering, of deep truth. If you remember the story as Luke tells it, Elizabeth and Zechariah have conceived a child in their old age. And the story begins with an angel visiting Zechariah in the heart of the temple and he comes out mute. He can't tell anybody what has happened. And so everyone is in awe, and they are wondering, and you can imagine the rumor mill gets started up, and people are speculating all kinds of different ways. And Elizabeth conceives John the Baptist, and anybody who knows their Hebrew scriptures would probably say nothing like this has happened since Abraham and Sarah. But no one knows exactly why or how. And Zechariah can't tell. He's mute. So while on the one side of the family there is this awe of this miracle that is unfolding between Elizabeth and Zechariah and their unborn child, on the other side is scandal 
Mary has conceived a child out of wedlock. Joseph, except for the intervention of an angel, might have thrown her over. And no one yet has been told the truth of the promise that Mary has been given. It is only when Mary and Elizabeth come together that the apocalypse, the uncovering of the truth, occurs, and it occurs only for them. That is perhaps the greatest gift of this story. We look for salvation externally, and yet the gift of today's gospel reminds us that the gift of salvation comes to our deepest heart of hearts, the deepest places of our soul, first and foremost. The gifts of healing for us and the planet begins not with a law, not with politicians, not with police or armed guards, not with any industrial magic or great technological achievement, but in our heart of hearts, disclosed in those deeply intimate places of our lives, with friends, with spouses, amongst this community here gathered this morning. It is a strange and awesome truth that is revealed as we approach the threshold of Christmas. And it is not what we expect. It is not what was expected in the first century. Everyone was looking for a Messiah, a Messiah to throw out the Romans, a political savior, a white knight in shining armor, if you will. But instead, we get these two women meeting privately and disclosing the truth to one another about this life deeply rooted in very tender places of their bodies, of their souls. Now, it, it could be said, women understand this better than men. My wife is fond of reminding me that women share everything, which is actually quite a terrifying thought. But this is for us men, too. We are often taught to be strong and be towers of strength when, in fact, the Christmas message is for our hearts as well. Those tender, deep, sometimes broken places of our soul. Those are the places that are ripe for the Christ child to be born. And there is no fix for that, my brothers in Christ. Rather, we must be open to be healed. So as Christmas approaches, I invite you to move into those tender places in your own lives and relationships, to be still and to wait, and to find in those tender moments the revelation of Christ's coming. And then you will be ready for the transformation that Christmas promises. 
This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace and we hope to greet you in person very soon.